0: Nico. Yeah buddy. You've been dumped the most on this pod. (laughs) What is the best place to go to get over a breakup? How's your head in the sand and go on vacation? <laughs> ah, maybe now, nowadays, but in the 90s, it was the mall.
1: <laughs> when was the last
2: time Nico Come... was at the mall? Been to the mall lately? I never think? go to the fucking mall. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I
0: was at the mall That's on true.
3: Saturday. Jesse
0: was, was at
2: the mall Saturday. Whoa, Jesse's I was at the about...
0: mall two hours. I was yeah. at the mall two hours ago. Mark, what are we watching this week?
1: Movie Tales. I'll have what she's having. Hosted by Mark, Jeff, and Nick. Round up the usual suspect. Three lifelong friends who all dropped out of film school because they all figured out they loved watching movies more than making them. Are you not entertained? Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. These cinephiles review and reveal widely unknown factoids, lore, myths, trivia, and cultural impact of the movie. Mostly funny. I'm your huckleberry. Sometimes serious. I'm gonna make them an awful you <laughs> Definitely interesting insight into the best movies we only thought we knew. He's
2: looking at you, kid. We're going back to 1995, and somebody's opening cupboards in the background, yeah. but I like it. <laughs> and we are watching Mallrats. And for those that need a refresher, Mallrats is the story of T.S. Quint and Brody who are two suburban high school friends both of whom are dumped by their respective girlfriends on the same day they then go to the local mall to commiserate and hang out as they often do meeting up with troublemakers Jay and Silent Bob they collectively hatch a plan to wreak mall havoc and win their loves back thanks for Tad Dibburn's contribution to IMDB for our recap this week how we doing boys we got our good friend Jesse you guys met him before I did but uh true I, I think I've uh it's we'll Nico's, It's thanks that. to Nico
0: that we actually all know each other. Yeah, he, beautiful thing. He decided, like much like the characters in this movie, he decided to go to uh, Vegas instead of Florida. But he didn't. But then he decided not to go. He
1: didn't follow through with that.
0: He did. He did not follow through.
1: I tell the story on dates all the time, just so you guys
0: know. It just, that you is. You didn't follow through I, with going Wait, you that you that did. didn't? That you that you committed to go to college with us? Yeah. And you, that I tricked you my You decided in not. It. I took my to go, go to Vegas and then I
1: bailed out on him. Should we
0: revisit why you've been dumped the most or <laughs> maybe save it for a different this pod. Is this is save a whole podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. The breakup <laughs> podcast. I feel um, like...
0: so, yeah. So we got uh,
2: four of us this week, everybody. This is uh, uncharted waters for, for us as podcasters. So hopefully it's uh we have a good time. Hopefully it doesn't sound too crowded. And, uh, Hopefully Jesse's happy to be here because I know we're happy to have him.
1: Yeah, super happy. Oh, I'm
0: very happy and to
1: be here. Thank you. The reason you're here is because this podcast, this movie specifically, reminds us all of you and growing up. And I just didn't feel right doing it without it. You know, like I said, I this is your third DVD of all time after The Matrix and Goodwill Hunting, or one of those orders reversed.
2: So one of the first three DVD purchases.
1: God, <laughs> and <kinda, laughs> you, you committed so, so much money to a comedy. And
2: I remember uh, when I bought my so, DVDs I was like all in on they had to be like action or sci-fi movies the first ones I bought so the Matrix sounds very fitting yeah but
1: uh, I, uh Goodwill
0: Hunting and Mallrats so you had a Ben Affleck fetish I see
1: yeah <laughs> He was so good in this movie. He really was. I can't wait to get to that. He he's, was. He's the he only really villain was. that's that's like two or three dimensional. Like Lafora's is like I could have done without
0: him. You know. I really... I, I agree with that. Shut quick question up. before we. Quick question before we move on. Uh, Jesse and Nick. Uh, we all spent a lot of time together in high school, but I remember specifically senior year. I think Nick like lost his driver's license in a poker game or something, <laughs> and. Um, Jesse had to drive him around, but I remember you guys like you guys were like inseparable and always hanging out. Which one of you was uh, TS, and which one was Brody?
1: Well, clearly he was Brody back then, but no longer anymore. So we kind of switched roles over time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get I... right into it. Um, let's do this little moment in time. Uh, why don't we start with Jesse, our guest star?
1: Yeah.
0: Jesse, you want to recap f- for us the first time you saw this Ooh, movie and what the, the experience this. was?
3: Ooh. Well, it was my third DVD purchase. Um, <laughs> so this would have been.
2: I mean, if it was a DVD purchase, then you bought it in ninety eight. But you, yeah. if it was, but. Christmas ninety nine. Christmas ninety nine. But you Christmas had to 99. have seen this before Absolutely. for it to be your DVD purchase. Absolutely. So when did you see it? Gosh. Or do you not remember? And it's you just.
3: Don't remember. It's okay, I, I honestly we don't, don't remember. remember. Um, I remember having the DVD. I, I remember watching it. Hundreds of times. I remember quoting the movie
0: yeah. endlessly. I yeah. mean,
3: the, there are so many great quotes in this movie, um, I but I really honestly don't remember the first time I saw this movie.
1: Okay. Well, well, I'll, I'll give no you worries. my recount and I'll go next just to speed it up. At, I remember Jesse telling me how great this movie was, and then we just found reasons to quote it. It was, that, it was one of those rare comedies like Swingers where you just find a way to work it in any combo that fits, you know? And I, it didn't always I, I agree it. with you, that. You, you just be like, oh, if it isn't mon frere, and you're like, okay. I don't even know what that means So this day, if it isn't mon frere. You know, but that <laughs> would come in conversation. Yeah. Or Cherchez La Femme, which is also a line from um, American Pie, I believe, which sure, he says La Femme says when he sees uh, Shannon Doherty in the mall, but they all just came up and we found reasons to quote him. But I don't remember either. But I know that I found this movie through Jesse, and then I bought the DVD, and then it wreaked havoc over twenty five times, from ninety nine to like two thousand one. It just became a part of my life. I'm not even sure how good of a movie it is, to be honest. I'm really not. Okay, I'm with
2: you on a lot of that. So yeah, I, I, I,
0: I, yeah, we'll get into that. I actually have a lot of shared thoughts. Yeah, but go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: I mean, this, well, this I season. gotta give a shout out to a friend of mine. His name's Nick, Nick Rondo, if you if you ever hear this. He was the one that introduced this to me this movie to me, along with Clerks, my sophomore year in high school. But I probably watched this movie like twenty to thirty times yeah. in a six month span with him. And so this movie's just tattooed to my movie like lexicon. And yeah, totally so needless to say, it was a fantastic <laughs> trip down memory lane obviously i was excited to do this but uh like i think you kind of alluded to it the, the just the nostalgic factor this movie just is it's kind of it has its own little special place in my movie fandom it's not uh certainly certainly not top 50 but it's certainly a lot better than it would be for most people i would imagine due no. to the nostalgic factor
1: over text i was ranking all of the kevin Smith movies this was by far number one of all six
2: i think you're
1: i think we can get into that and i no. think i know it's I'm not gonna, gonna, throw gonna be that out there early. i'm gonna throw that out there
0: early that's okay yeah, that, is we're a, that, that. that is a hot take that I've, this is your favorite one yeah Ooh, think, this is a hot take because, that, that i yeah, could not disagree with i haven't seen, I haven't seen
1: dogma 30 times that's for sure well and i haven't seen chasing amy 30 times maybe 15
2: I think we're okay. I want to get into that. Let's get into it in a little bit, but I I think you might be onto something, Nico. Spoiler alert, Um, Jeff. When did you see this
0: movie? Uh, So uh, interesting you ask. The I think I'd seen every individual scene from this movie at different times, like hundreds of times um, prior, but I actually never sat through the entire thing, beginning to end, until uh, in in the dorms with uh, Jesse. Okay. Uh, that was the first time that I... Yeah, but it wasn't the first time I'd seen it. I'd actually... At friends' houses, on HBO or TV, I had caught like a scene here, a scene there, but I don't think I'd ever sat through the whole thing. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a fun memory watching with... Uh, I, I think I even made that comment I said, I don't think I've ever seen that movie yeah, no. cover to cover. What's and funny... And Jesse, if- Jesse like immediately like took it, took out his PlayStation. And said we have to watch this thing right, right now. I was just going to say that. What's that. funny
1: about that story is you guys probably played Sega afterwards, which oh, fits the PlayStation. PlayStation. I have vivid memories of that PlayStation. We didn't go to Madden.
0: you played Madden on We didn't Sega go to afterwards. college in we didn't go to college in 1995. Sega, <laughs> Sega.
2: We scored that PlayStation uh, in Walmart. I remember that night.
1: Uh, Hartford the whale.
2: This only happens what? once or twice <laughs> in a lifetime, in or life whatever the twice quote. In a lifetime.
0: <laughs> You stole my favorite quote, but that's okay. That's, that's your it's favorite quote? really your favorite quote? quote? No, really? no way. That can, I love that quote. There's no way that's your favorite quote.
3: Breakfast, breakfast, sh- breakfast. Look at the score, for God's sake. I'm only in the middle of the second, and I'm winning 12 to 2. Breakfast come and go, Renee. Now Hartford, the whale, hey, they only beat Vancouver once, maybe twice in a lifetime.
1: Probably not. We, we can go on quotes on this all day long. A, that's the a thing. A thousand percent.
2: Uh, what, yeah.
0: uh... Mark, uh, what worked for you?
2: Can I... Well, hold on. Let's just go back to the Hartford whale. It <laughs> is funny that... He paused it with 35 seconds left in the second period, and went to bed instead of playing out that 35 <laughs> five seconds and just waiting to start the third period. Maybe that part yeah. did catch. These are the things you notice when you've seen a movie 50 fucking times, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to I put it like... in perspective. Well, that's probably so so when he had sex with Renee. I guess. 30... Yeah, that... but...
1: No, apparently he didn't have sex with her because he got done the next day. He really just left her <laughs> unfulfilled. <laughs>
2: and that's right she watches Poor video games. Poor so what worked uh, I mean it all works on a nostalgic level for me I kind of just said that but I literally just have a smile on my face for 90 minutes when I watch this movie and as much as I love Chasing Amy I think this and Clerks are equally as good but a gun to my head I think I'm picking Mallrats if I have to watch one right now so that was the spoiler alert that I just made with uh, Nick but I, I think that was what Nick was kind of alluding to too but it just makes me laugh the most. It has just as much heart as chasing Amy, and there's really no wrong answer between the three. But I so, disagree with that as well. So I, I mean, I don't, I don't hate. I don't, you know, you can have your favorite between the three. But if you, if one of your, if if one of those three movies isn't your favorite Kevin Smith movie, then I don't know what Kevin Smith movies you're watching. Yeah. Uh, the mall works a lot for me because i worked in one in college so <laughs> the soundtrack works and um most importantly i think brody and renee everything about them works for me brody really works so kudos to jason lee he's he he carries that heart that i was talking about which he also brings some of that heart in chasing amy too but i know jeff loves chasing amy that's his favorite i already know that but we'll get into that i'm sure but yeah that's what worked for me jesse what works for you in this movie
3: I'll have to agree, Brody uh, works for me. I saw a lot of myself in Brody and his snide, salty comments, and still to this day. Uh, what, else what else worked for me, which you didn't mention, was Jane Silent Bob. I love watching them and just how quirky Silent Bob was, and all of the references to Star Wars, comic books, um, and just the adventures that they have in that movie. That really worked for me as well.
1: Yeah, I, I can tell on, on that. Like they were Operation uh, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love that. There's Operation, <laughs> Dark Operation Dark Knight. Brody and Jay uh, are it. boys, and I like that. I mean, there is that they they spend their entire day at the mall helping them out. You know, you don't have boys like that in your adult life. You really don't. So that, I mean, this is a and good. Jason buddy Lee comedy. really
2: sees, sells that because he was. Jason Mewes was scary to Jason Lee when he first met him. <laughs> Tell that story. What are you talking about? I mean, well, pretty much everybody is scared of Jason Mewes when they first meet him because he looks like some drug dealer off the street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he pretty you, much is a drug yeah, dealer off the yeah. street. True. I mean, so <laughs> Universal, is... Nico, Universal didn't even want him for this movie. <laughs> okay, like they were adamant. Uh, they were adamant. They
0: They're, they made him audition. Um. And they brought in uh, Seth Green was ready uh, to be the part. Green yeah. Seth Green to, to the point Jason where Seth Mewes. Green was
2: on call the entire time they were making <laughs> in case this he movie. Fucked up? Are you serious? In case Jason Mewes Ke- fucked up. Could you imagine? Kevin Smith
0: fought. <coughs> no, terrible. And I think it might have, not to it mention might have killed the skew of you. Not universe. to
2: mention, so Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier—that's the guy that made this movie along with Kevin Smith. They're, mm. they're best friends. So. Uh, they vouched for jason muse to the point where universal said we're not even going to pay him for rehearsals he's not we're not paying to fly him out to minnesota where they were shooting (laughs) they just we're not quit we're not putting him in a hotel he has to stay with you (laughs) this is no this is all true and and if if when we see the first set of dailies if if we think it sucks we're gonna shit can him and bring in seth green Wow. so they were scared to shoot jay's part because they were scared that you know something would happen and and so they didn't even shoot any of the jay and silent bob stuff until they were like halfway done shooting the movie yeah. and they the two producers well, the two producers were there the the first day jay jay was shooting so and they even arranged like a a decoy to like set up some random interview to be there that the producers might have to be busy and they didn't even fall for it, so they stuck around. And Jay fucked up his first take, and Kevin pulled him aside. and was like, "Dude, they're gonna fucking fire you <laughs> if you don't get your shit together." Right. And the so, reason, and he crushed it. So then he crushed it. Yeah. And, and yeah. they saw the first set of dailies, and it was over. And they they're good. the, they...
0: the reason he's didn't even in these movies in the first place is, uh, well, Kevin Smith like just good friends with him, and so, so we he told wrote that
1: story during Clerks, right? How they became buddies. He did.
0: He wrote yeah, his part in. Yeah. And um, he just, it was pretty cool. He really vouched for him and fought for him in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Well,
1: what I'll say going forward, what else really worked about this was, uh, you know, the, the narrative of a day in the life of became really popular in the 90s. Started by Linklater, right? Days and Confused, Slacker. It worked here too. And it worked on a different. Because this was the first comedy that I can think of that, that pulled it off, where we find a way to care about these characters' goddamn lives within a day. I mean, this literally took place in about eight hours, right? And yeah, yeah. that that worked for the time because it was really popular, and it was cool to see it in in a funny aspect of the, of you know a breakup that takes place and doesn't take place within a day. For sure. What so else worked
2: for, you, worked for
0: you, Jeff? So what worked for me? I wrote down three things. I wrote down the dialogue, the soundtrack, and everything with Jason Lee. <laughs>
2: Yeah. I love it. I mean, you're right. You're spot on. And this was his first so, movie. That's the crazy fucking.
0: Part. This is a great '90s. This is a very underrated, or maybe, a, or maybe it's just perfectly rated. But this is a great '90s soundtrack. Did you guys know that? Did you know that, Nika?
2: This is Jason What's Lee's that? first movie. I do. It's
0: in my
1: category. Did you know but that? You wanna? It's, if you wanna
0: dive right into Jason it.
1: Lee's first movie. I know. Oh, I
0: did not know. that. Oh, I have a great. I have a great story. We, we could talk
1: about Jason Lee on a separate podcast. How great about he is Jason. in this. Yeah. I have a
0: great story to tell about Jason Lee's casting in this film. Yeah, I have the same story. Is it uh, Giovanni Rubisi's mom's? Giovanni. Well, he dated. He was dating Giovanni Rubisi's sister.
1: You're right. He wants to be he's, an actor. He's a retired and, professional skateboarder, correct. And he's
0: like, okay. <laughs> so anyway, he sets up a meeting and has him meet Scott, Scott Mosier and uh, Kevin Smith. And they absolutely love him.
1: You're right. They had to have. And he had to like, have everybody from top to bottom to even get that call to be made.
0: All right. Let's go favorite scenes. We'll, we'll, we'll start with our guest star. Jesse, favorite scene. <laughs> oh, well,
3: thank you. So I had... About seven different favorite scenes written down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've been watching it so many times. Yeah. And I hope I don't
0: Pick one, then we'll get else. back to you on the others. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Early on in the movie, it was within the first mm, 10, 15 minutes. Which version? Um, Just kidding. What's keep
0: that? <laughs> Which version of the movie? <laughs> we, ha- we have to get into that in a little bit, yeah, but keep going. We,
3: we discussed that. So it's right after Brody and T.S. get dumped. And they're in Brody's basement, and they're just kind of talking about how they're they're recently dumped. And Brody shares a story, and he asks, have you ever farted in front of Brandy? (laughs) That's your favorite (laughs) thing. It was hilarious. And so he goes through, and he's like, I once farted in front of Renee, and she was going down on me at the time. And I just thought the dialogue between the two of them, it's just like two friends sitting down... They just got dumped, and they're just having a real conversation. And I, I don't know. I just thought that scene in particular really kicked off the movie, and uh, that was my favorite scene. It,
1: it Man, got seriously I, funny I, at that point.
0: Can I ask Absolutely. a personal question that Mark can Mark can edit out later if he wants? Yeah. to? <laughs> Jesus. When's the When? How How many months did you go before farting in front of Courtney?
3: <laughs> and that's the funny thing is that a lot of couples, even after you're married. You're still embarrassed to fart in front of them. I'm not yeah. embarrassed to
0: fart in <laughs> Is front of a like, If I went on the record saying I was embarrassed dude. to fart if I went on the record saying I was embarrassed to fart in front of Shelly, she would tear this microphone down. <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely not embarrassed. Wait wait,
1: Jesse, so you're not embarrassed or you are embarrassed? No. no.
0: But We're basically, we basically fart in front of our wives all the time is what I'm hearing here. But my wife
1: <laughs> farted
3: just the other day and was like, oh, my God. She's like, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. And I'm like, we've been married for almost 10 years. Like,
2: it, Women are funny about their farts. I get it. It's different Jesse, between you. Jesse, and you,
0: and handled that, you handled that like a champion until you then told the story on a podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody give me a favorite scene. Uh, Jeff, what's your favorite scene?
0: Uh, okay. I have two, so I'll pick one.
2: You're going to pick um, one. Which one? I know you have to love the Brody and Stan Lee scene.
0: I do love that scene, but that's not my favorite. Okay. I actually like this love scene on the elevator. I fucking love that scene. I always have.
2: <laughs> the... uh, where now he, he even gets need to his libido it? attacked.
0: When he gets his libido attacked and he uh, responds.
2: Now you're attacking and my libido. TS is the The TS Shannon diversion.
0: The obvious ask of is she get is uh, is she get getting off and maybe she already has. Yeah,
2: it is. That's a that's a good moment. Uh, I I love the game show scene. Just I I love when once the game show starts and everything that it hold, That's where the heart of the movie that I was talking about and what worked really shines through. Where you see both guys show that uh, you know they care about their other half, but they're they, you know, they, they want to get their side of his, ts. Especially wants to. This is his chance to air his side of the story. But uh, I just love the scene between Brody and Renee, and that, and how that unfolds with Ben Affleck, aka Shannon, aka fashionable male manager. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh,
0: I love everything about the term fashionable male. <laughs> yeah. No, I. Uh...
1: I'll get into how great Ben... Ben is metal worthy in this shit. He really is. He's the only... He's good. ...dimensional villain there is. And his lines, everything. We'll, we'll, we'll get into him, too. My favorite scenes are... You know he did this
2: for free, right? No. uh, uh-uh. oh, yeah. I actually he's heard... Because he's friends with Kevin. Well, they had to give him 40 bucks, I think. And they, or is there 200 or 40? One of the two. I can't remember. I heard that
1: uh, during filming, he left a thank you letter on Kevin Smith's desk trailer every single day. I
2: believe it. Well, him and Kevin Smith are friends, and that's why he. did i are mean, the not
1: anymore. So they're not friends anymore. They're not now.
2: Oh, yeah, really? really. They're not. Storyline. they really? a story falling out.
1: Yeah, oh. the, the story is that in an interview in 2014, right, he called out Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner Garner's relationship or marriage. Or Jennifer Lopez. And he, he, Ben's been with
0: should... some Jennifers. Just when did you read it. this? When did you read this recently, though, Nick? Because oh, last wow, time wow, I right. heard Kevin's, last time I heard Kevin Smith speak, because I see him speak every now and again because he but works that's for just IMDb. Him, like, Trying to make it right, right? Like I know. He basically, he, said that it like 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 became it's too better. big of a star for him. Yeah, it but sounds he basically like it's called him out in
1: 2014 that it became too big of a star, and he didn't need Kevin Smith anymore. That's basically the story behind it. Interesting. And, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But, but my, my favorite scenes though are when Shannon or when Renee dumps Brody in the beginning. I feel like that was that was really good acting. I feel like the scene between Gwen and Brandy. That's the only female-on-female female scene in the movie. I feel like it's a really important as far as building TS as a good character, as a, a guy worth fighting for or forgiving, and not just a tool who's being mopey all film. He's actually worthy of, of Brandy.
0: We're not going to talk about... Okay. <laughs> We're not going to talk about the psychic scene. <laughs> uh, Nobody's well, okay, there.
2: I have the fortune teller scene. The fortune like teller scene thing. I had down. and have, have you been in the indoor swap meet, Jesse? Mm-hmm. Oh, see... <laughs> now having been to the indoor swabbing in las vegas that scene used to be the uh, like used to be the worst scene of the movie for me and well until you saw the boobs but just the whole like those. but i we have one of those places in vegas it exists minus I mean, the fortune if you've teller.
0: ever if you've ever seen the like fortune tell actually everything but i i think that scene is money I really do No, I love
2: it. And trust me. I, I love everything about the Maybe market. I'm the
0: only sucker that's ever forked over $20 for a uh, fortune teller before. But uh, well, I've never forked out money for a fortune teller. They're pretty you, weird. you forked they're, out money
2: for a fortune teller, Jeff? Oh, fuck yeah. Who doesn't? This is great. You can no, well, on I the have, side of the road you Jesse? And, like, you're just, Jesse you're just, has not. Nico. Curious? Nico, have you ever forked out money for a fortune teller? Say that one more time. Have you forked out money for a fortune teller before?
1: No. Jeff, Jeff has. In my defense.
0: <laughs> I in my, my defense, though. in my defense, I saw this movie and I thought they were going to be topless. Right. Little, little did I, you know how disappointed I was when I walked in there and nothing, and there was no third nipple or anything. Uh, yeah. Did you ask her? No, I definitely did not. I, I knew there was, I knew there was not a topless fortune teller. But I did, I did. Uh, I think we're ready for favorite quotes. Nick, I'm going to no. let you go first on this one. No, I, I mean, I want to hear you guys first.
2: What so. you need is a fatty, boom, baddie blunt, and I guarantee you'll be seeing a sailboat, an ocean, and maybe even some of those big-titty mermaids doing some of that lesbian shit. Look at me, look <laughs> at me, you sloppy bitch.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what you need is a fatty, boom, batty blunt, and then I guarantee you'll see a sailboat, an ocean, and maybe even some of those big-titty mermaids doing some of that lesbian shit. I got to quote the great Stan Lee. You know, I think you ought to get him some help. He seems to be really hung up on superhero (laughs) sex organs. He'll grow out of that. Do it, Doug!
2: (laughs) Lots of women. Jagger and me, we had a running contest to see who had most. I love that. I do like that. Last time I checked, I was way ahead.
0: (laughs) What? Like like the back back of of a Volkswagen?
3: Volkswagen. (laughs)
0: Did we literally said that at the same time. You did. <laughs> you did. You fuckers. That was you fuckers think
2: just because a guy reads comics, he can't, can't start some, some shit. <laughs> I love that.
0: Motherfuckers
1: adventure, like MacGyver. excitement. Nah, motherfuckers a Jedi craves than not these things. The only line of *Star Bob in the movie: Adventure, excitement. A Jedi craves not these things.
0: Adventure, excitement.
1: Jedi craves not these things. Oh yeah. What was that, MacGyver? I'll never line, for- Jesse? Hold on. Hold
3: on. Motherfuckers like MacGyver. No, nah, motherfuckers better than MacGyver. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, Silent Bob's here, an electrical genius. He won the science fair in eighth grade. And
1: that's, <laughs> that's the end of that.
3: But my favorite is, that kid is back on the escalator. That kid
1: <laughs> is back on the escalator. I still say that to my buddy Judson oh, to this day. I love that you know, line. Yeah. I think it makes of no that, fucking I, sense.
2: Mawrats is just one of those nostalgic movies where I think of. I, I think of Mallrats when anytime I'm on an escalator. So, I, like it, I liked it. I like his whole or, little. Or,
0: I liked his whole little speech about it when he's like, "Listen, not a year goes by, not a year, that I don't hear about some escalator accident involving some bastard kid, which could have easily been avoided had some parent. I don't care which one, but some parent conditioned him to fear and respect that escalator." Yeah,
3: he says, "I hope he gets caught and a bloodbath ensues." <laughs>
1: <laughs> How about just so you know, when a girl says. <laughs> It's a good size. It makes it small. Yeah.
3: Um, How did I know that was gonna be Na- Nico's? Head why head did Nico
0: <laughs> I was I, Jesse. I almost said that, but I like I held back. I'll, I'll never forget it. How many times do you get to see Smokey fuck the bandit? Yeah, that's a great. I, I always say that.
1: I, I use that line all the time in my. Didn't I look just like was, Burt Reynolds? So. <laughs> Except, Except for the, for the mustache. mustache. I love the smell Me, Trist- of
3: commerce in the morning. <laughs>
1: yeah. I
0: love. The smell
1: of commerce in the morning. T.S. Do- Trish the Dish. Nobody calls me that. Why don't they ever... Have- nobody calls
0: me that. No, Nobody calls me that. Why don't
1: they ever bring back or remake good shows? That like was DJ almost Jennifer Love
2: Hewitt, by the way, and I'm so glad it's
1: not. Yeah. So Trish, Trish the Dish was Jennifer Love Hewitt? I yeah. actually have it in my notes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. But she was not a big star from Can't Hardly Wait yet, so that would kind no, of... No, we knew her from Party of Five. Oh, okay. And right. that's where we also know Jason London,
0: correct? Yeah. yeah. That's correct. Correct. Jay, my my treat. As long as you promise the next time you pop your old lady, you make her call you (laughs) Jay. That's a good one. I got to do one more. I was going to propose to her. Where? The Universal Tour. You're kidding me. What part? When jobs popped out of the water. That's the most romantic thing I've ever heard.
2: And then we get Trish the Dish's uh, alternative take on that. When are men going to learn that women want romance, not Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? (laughs) I love that, especially because Mr. Ex- Toad's Wild Ride's awesome.
0: Well, that, you got to finish that quote that he says. Come on, here, everybody wants Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. All right, moving on to a less fun category, but still, it'll be fun. What didn't work? <laughs> Boo! Boo!
1: Boo! There's Lafor's
0: decent amount in this movie that didn't work for me. Actually, Lafours is fucking terrible. I 100% <laughs> agree with you.
1: He's it, he.
0: Lefors has no
2: a, dialogue, and he's a reference to Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Right.
1: Yes, he is. The is it the villain in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, or the the sheriff
2: yeah. villain, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just the badass.
0: The in badass general. Sheriff
2: who had the straw hat, just like LaForce right. does.
0: In general, I don't love the story for this movie. Mm. Um, I just don't. It. it I. I it, it's because you've never been dumped. I don't. Well, no, I don't see any. I don't. <laughs> I don't see any growth. I don't see right. any growth from the characters. Like, I really... They're, they're the same... Like in a, well, in fairness, comedy. it all takes
1: place in one day, so how much growth But, but no, want? the growth was the Stan Lee conversation when he realized how much uh, Shannon Doverty meant to him, right? That that's supposed to be where you get your payoff. I right. you realize Renee's his growth. But I, I agree with you. Well,
0: I actually, I agree with you. i On Brody, there is growth. I'm actually... That relationship works for me. The one oh, that yes. doesn't work for me is T.S. and the other one. There's the... T.S. is... Oh, Kind of fucking yeah. terrible, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is terrible. He, he, he doesn't realize. He never realizes what a shitty idea his proposal was. Even but though I do think it's a fucking awesome we, idea. Go That's ahead, most romantic So since we're ever speaking
2: heard. on what didn't work, I, I wasn't going to be picky, but I'm going to be picky now. Why the fuck doesn't Brandy call him the night before?
1: Right. <laughs> then right.
2: they explain that she, she has, has to be on the show. Then. And he just shows up in the morning. A phone call could have, should have happened. I'm just saying, and it would have gone down a little smoother. Yeah,
0: there's what? some cheese in this movie that I don't find in the rest of the Kevin Smith movies, and it's always bothered me.
2: I wonder if it was forced on because of the producers, because Universal made this movie, sure. and yep. well, Universal backed this movie. Let me rephrase that. Gramercy is the one that fucking. Marketed it, which is why nobody saw it if Universal marketed it people might have actually seen this fucking movie mm-hmm. So
0: there's so there's six right there's six total in the universe
2: Well now seven right cuz of the new Jay and Silent Bob the reboot yep, the I've reboot. seen I've
0: seen I've seen all of them okay. um, yeah.
2: The reboot bad the reboot yeah.
0: good the <laughs> Jay Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is bad that was awesome.
2: You, wait, you okay, you don't like Jay and Silent Bob?
0: I hate Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I like the reboot
1: Okay, whoa Okay, we'll (laughs) get to that later
0: (laughs) I consider Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back The worst in the universe The reboot is Probably next The reboot was a lot of nostalgia So I'd probably have to watch it again to be fair But then I put Mallrats kind of above that I don't love this movie in the universe I go Chasing Amy uh, Chasing Amy Amy. Then Clerks 2 Then Dogma. Dogma
1: Jesus. Then, then I don't clerks. This is
0: dead last. And then mallrats.
1: What? Wow. In the world. No,
0: I like mallrats better
1: than the
2: reboot. Mm. Well, that's good. That's a relief. Really uh, sarcastic... This, and I'm, I'm the complete shit. opposite
1: of you. I'm the complete opposite of you. I'm, I'm mallrats number one. But maybe it's because I hung out with Jesse every night after high school, watching this fucking DVD. <laughs>
0: I man. don't know.
2: You're welcome. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jeff. In fairness, Jeff didn't see it until he went to college. Didn't watch yeah. it thirty times over like the three of us did. And I did it in a separate. I've seen most so of the scenes. Of you,
0: but I hadn't seen the whole. I, I had seen every scene, um, so it's almost. But yeah, chasing Amy be...
2: used to be my favorite, but they've aged differently, and they have uh, aged differently. And what I mean I can... by that is, when I rewatched Mallrats, I felt very underwhelmed to the point where I wanted to rewatch it again to make sure that I really did love this movie. Because when I first did the rewatch, I was kind of like. Eh. Maybe I was just in a, you know, growing up phase when I first saw I, was, I think I saw this when I was 15 for the first time. And it was just one of those movies that I knew was inappropriate, but at the same time I really enjoyed it and I got most of it, but I didn't get some of it. And, and then I grew into it, obviously, and watched it in college, and then Jesse loved it too. So I just was kind of just refusing to just really think anything doesn't work. So it, it's just such a nostalgic movie that I have a hard time hating on it. Right. I can rewatch uh, this movie any day. I can rewatch yeah. this movie
0: any day of the week. This is one it, of those movies where the sum. It, we've talked about this before. The sum is greater than uh, the part. Like, the sum is not as equal to its parts. Yeah. Because on an individual level, this movie might have more rewatchable scenes than any of the other View Askew Universe movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but when and, and prob, but when put together. And forming a coherent story, I think this one actually is, like, fails maybe even worse than Clerks.
2: Well, and and that's probably Clerks' fault, because this mo- they got the idea for this movie back when Clerks debuted at Sundance, and yep. they met with the producer of this, I forget his name, I think it's Jim Jackson, who cares if I get it wrong, whatever, uh, and he they were talking about doing another movie and he's like, well, what are you thinking about doing? He's like, well, we've got this movie. It takes place in a mall. It's kind of like Clerks. It's like a sequel to Clerks, basically. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how Kevin Smith has always viewed it. But yeah. what's funny and he was learning. Is he was they, learning
0: a lot in this movie, too. But yeah. what's, this crazy,
2: movie, what's crazy about this movie is it had this huge backing. Universal loved it. They loved the idea of it. Everybody was psyched about it. Jason Lee, Jason Lee thought it was going to be the greatest movie ever made, and uh, Jason Mews thought it was amazing. Jason Mews was psyched. for well one used to
0: be a drug, one used to be a drug dealer. The other is a professional skateboarder. But no,
2: Kevin Smith, <laughs> Kevin Smith was even I drinking the Kool Aid. They movie. all were, because after the test screening, yeah. they test screened at, at it at freaking Comic Con. Test screened
0: so well. They yep. test
2: screened at Comic Con with a bunch of nerds, and it's a comic-y movie. And, and we, then, yep. of course, everybody loved it, and so all they had, all, they loved it just because of the opening credits <laughs> with the comics. But then, Universal, the executives, they they compared it to freaking Animal House. Yep. Mm. yep. So then, Kevin Smith's got it in his mind that this movie's going to make a hundred million
0: dollars.
1: Right. He
2: calls and it
0: makes four hundred thousand.
2: <laughs> opening weekend opening night 400,000 on 680 Kev- screens. kevin smith
0: asks his uh executive or whatever and he says on how on how many screens and the executive says all of them this wait wait movie- for
1: the mid 90s is that a- that's terrible correct terrible. Awful. Yes. so kevin was making- like kevin was like oh
2: so that's just friday so what about saturday it's gonna be a lot better and the producer's like it's dead bro <laughs> Like because they've this, done movies before, it was dead. On this arrival. movie
0: made two million in the box office, and um, it had a six million co- dollar wow. budget. It six, it cost six million to make. Clerks cost like nine hundred thousand to make and made like six or seven million in the box yeah. office.
2: and Kevin Smith has always been, been Kevin Smith has always been conscious of budget, not because of this movie, but because he just he this this just proved his theory he was always mad at how much universal wanted to spend on this movie he would he would tell universal that he could do the movie for less and he's on record saying that he could have done the movie for a million right yep and and and, but for it to bomb he's lucky his career still ended up flourishing because yeah this movie totally shit the bed big time and and it's it's Universal's fault because they didn't market it. They but just real quick, going back to my notes on what didn't work, I literally had written down this movie's just a guilty pleasure, and of course, it. I could, I could shit on TS if we wanted to, but I'm not going to because it's just too much of a nostalgic movie, and so I don't need to. I don't need to think that TS needs to be perfect. It's not. It's not that type of movie, so but uh what anything not else anything else anybody want to talk about not working i've already want? given my complaints
3: yeah this is actually a perfect segue for me because i'm gonna shit all over ts oh boy <laughs> jeremy <laughs> was horrible okay <laughs> absolutely horrible and I, I before we did this podcast i'm like maybe i'm being harsh on this guy so now you but, feel
2: vindicated after all yeah, this, right that absolutely. i love
0: this Jesse, I feel vindicated right now. Absolutely And way, how about me? Why, how Jesse? about in tell my notes?
2: Why. How about in the fact <laughs> in my notes, I have written, could I shit on TS? Of course. <laughs> <It's>
1: <laughs> tell us why, Jesse. <laughs> I actually didn't know Jason London and it, Jeremy London were two different people. I thought they were the same person. Oh, no, like they're twins. So
2: the one in Days and Confused is a different one. This is the one right. from Party in Five.
1: Yeah, I, I prefer Randall Pink Floyd. But go ahead, Jesse. <laughs> you,
3: you just listen to his dialogue and... It almost seems like he's like, never acted before, <laughs> honestly. And and it's almost <laughs> a testament that he was never in another Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, then, which then he recycles actors all the time. Yeah. That's a good so point. so mean,
2: supposedly he was baked all the time and couldn't remember his lines. Oh. If I recall. Yeah,
1: Kevin Smith. It was not a fan of him. He would never recast him. That's the story. But so there's there's validity to what you're saying, Jesse. Just that he was that bad. He. He kind of brought this movie down a little bit, right?
0: And TS is what kind of ruins this movie for me, Jesse. This is Jesus. vindication.
2: <laughs> TS ruins this movie for you?
0: No, it doesn't. I love this movie, but yeah, okay. in, When I'm comparison to other, it's why it drops notches down on the BSQ universe.
1: Okay. Ooh, Can I think I you see. sold him as being a nice guy, though.
0: Like, I don't
1: mind. Do like,
2: I don't hate TS because of how much I love. Like, there's plenty about his character that I like. He's just terrible, and as an actor, I agree on that. Right. But I don't mind his. I don't mind his story. I don't mind their relationship. For,
1: for those listening, this might have been the beginning of Jason London's downfall. Was Jason London the brother that faked his own kidnapping later on in the early 2000s I don't know
2: which one did what, and it's hard to. But you know that story, trying. right? Yeah, there was yeah. some drama with one of them.
1: No, he said he was out joyriding and uh, kidnapped, and nobody. And he went on camera and told his story, and nobody believed him, and he was pretty much canceled after that, which is crazy. Maybe that's why his... I don't know. They're both working. But had, so. he, had he thrived in mall rats, his life had to turn out much different, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Now I feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all over. You didn't cast him. That's how you How do you be the only actor not invited back to a Kevin Smith movie? It's like a gimmick. Exactly.
0: Right? <laughs> that's yes. a exactly. great point. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> and go they on even D- found
1: a role for Jason Lee in Dogma. They really What's did. They're <laughs> like, hey, we got to write something for Jason Lee, right? And go on ActionDB. It's and funny you say
3: history. this. It's uh, it
1: cringeworthy. But they, that's your only complaint? You don't have any complaint with uh, Renee or their relationship? Nothing?
2: Why would you, why, what's, why, why you hate, Um huh, Renee? I like I Shannon mean, Doherty
1: in this movie. I, I'm a big I like, fan, too. I, I like her as well. I don't like how she started dating Shannon Hamilton the same day she broke up with Brody, but I've got issues. I'm the most dumb guy on this
0: podcast. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right, moving on. Um,
2: career Corner.
0: Career Corner. Heck, we've talked a little Career Corner. we talked a lot of Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah, anybody you really to want anymore. to cover? No. No. I think we're we gotta get to we
2: gotta get to the medals.
0: Okay. What, uh, we gotta move
2: it along here, boys. I completely
0: yeah.
1: agree. I'll go first with the medals, and I'll go with just one medal. I'll go with gold being Jason Lee. I think he saves Kevin Smith's career. Hold on a second. It's, what the, what
2: the fuck is going on? You're not gonna get a bronze or a silver medal.
1: No, not tonight because we have four. I'm gonna say that Jason Lee saved Kevin Smith's career. This movie is dog shit without him. He was uh, he was a uh, risky choice. This uh, they have stories of Jason Lee when Chasing Amy was coming out. He would literally just pop into like promotion events that had nothing to do with the movie. And every fan there felt like Jesus returning. Apparently, This is something I read this week. I, I, this is after one movie under his credit belt, right? He'd only been in Mallrats, and then he goes straight to Chasing Emily, and he's already the biggest celebrity in the room. I think that he is bigger than Kevin Smith in this movie, to be honest. I know you guys are going to disagree. You're going to give different medals. I don't want to give three medals. I'm just going to give one tonight and say that the home run so i agree He so no actually the gold medal it doesn't happen no more medals yeah, covers, yeah no no more medals Go ahead. jesse
0: medals
3: all right so i'll start with my bronze medal uh bronze medal was stan lee he was only in their two scenes i love it but uh very impactful scenes and i love that he
2: didn't want to do it after he read the lines because he's like this isn't something i would say and they're like, "No, Stan, but you can pretend that you would say it. It's not you actually."
0: <laughs> well, did you hear why he? Did you hear why he didn't think it was something he would say?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember reading it,
1: but no, you so have the, it right the, there.
0: The main, yeah, the main reason was that at the time he he gave him the story and said that he like um, he was it was, the story he gave was about the girl that got away, uh-huh. and he had Kevin Smith add the part at the end where he just made that story up because he's like, I cannot be sitting at home with my girlfriend, watching this film, and having her ask me about who this girl that got away really was. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, they're like, you know, it's a, she's like, she'll still ask. So Kevin's like, all right, I'll change it.
1: <laughs> Stan Lee, the name of all names. Go ahead, Jesse, who else? Who's your silver? All right, my
3: silver... The chocolate covered pretzels
1: <laughs> Still to
3: this day I think of mall rats When I see someone eating chocolate covered pretzel. I don't oh think I've God. had a chocolate covered pretzel Since I've seen this movie You've been afraid
1: to eat them You're being serious right now No, I I think of that scene Every what time
0: about, I, what have to I have to shake somebody's hand That I don't like <laughs> oh. They give you the stink
1: hand The stink bomb What, what about white ch- chocolate covered pretzels Completely different Alright, alright. Okay.
3: Alright, and then my gold is the scene with Silent Bob is Jedi Mind Trick to get the tape of Trish and Shannon. <laughs> that is gold.
1: Wait, 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 wait. So Say that what? So <laughs> I got cancelled for saying that earlier. His so gold, I got cancelled.
2: His gold <laughs> He didn't get cancelled. His gold medal goes to the Silent Bob using the Jedi Mind Trick scene. Ah,
1: mm-hmm. I like it too. I'll now, like Silent, Silent Bob. Bob. Now, Silent Bob. I said now, Silent Bob. I, That's my I, I'll accept it.
0: Silver bronze. Alright, I'm gonna go. Mark, go ahead, you go. I'll go last.
2: My bronze medal goes to Renee, a.k.a. Shannon Doherty. I, I, I thought she was great. I, I, I genuinely loved her in this movie. My silver medal goes to... Jane Silent Bob. I think this is their best movie representation of their characters, and my gold goes to Jason Lee. One Brody Bruce, Brody Bruce can't go mentioned. That is a double, double name. Uh, towards uh, one favorite movie of mine, Jaws, that Nico doesn't love. Same with T.S. Quint, also named after Jaws. By the way, Kevin Smith's one of his favorite movies. In she really yes. But yes, my gold medal is the same as yours. Uh, I'm all in on Jason Lee in this movie. All
0: right. All right. Um, For my bronze, the reason I skipped career corner is I have a little mini career corner. For my man, I looked up his last name finally, Don Phillips. Don Phillips is the casting director that found Jason Lee. But he also is the guy that found Matthew McConaughey when casting for Dazed and Confused
1: who mm, had never saw act,
0: acted before. And he also is the guy who found Sean Penn when casting for Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So that is quite the trifecta. Um, we are all movies and we are all better for having those three actors having been discovered. And this movie probably sucks and we might not get another View Askew Universe movie if it isn't for Jason Lee. So I like- you know, Don I like Phillips. the
2: Don Phillips reference, by the way, in the Fast Times at Ridgemont High drop because the end credits is an homage to Fast Times at Ridgemont High, by the way, in case you did not know that.
1: Suzanne. Not the Suzanne ah. part. But it's still playing. <laughs> yes. is My silver,
0: I debated this like crazy. I almost gave it to Jay and Silent Bob like you did, Mark. They're pretty good in this. I like them the best in Dogma, but they're great in this. Um... I almost gave it to uh, Joey Lauren Adams. Probably didn't, wasn't in the movie enough, but I think she's gold every time she's on the screen. I almost gave it to Sailboat Picture Guy. We haven't even talked about him. Hold I'm on a second. You're alerts. giving
2: so many honorable mentions out right now. Well, that's right. This is, you're hitting like Uncharted Waters here. Stealing
0: the, stealing what the show. What's going on here? But I, on? but I ultimately gave it to Shannon Doherty. She's awesome in this movie. Yeah, um, Renee, she's great. Man. I agree. I'm, I'm with you on that, Mark. And the gold, it's obvious, it's Jason Lee. It is. This movie yeah, for sure. So I don't know why Nico didn't
2: think we were going to give Jason Lee the gold. Yeah, I know. Huh. Yeah, we were all in on Jason. I'm happy that I mean, I that's
1: the metal meta that mattered most.
0: Pretty much everybody, uh, like actually, when the critics, the not only was this movie a box office thud, the critics hated it as well. And the critics loved Clerks, but. The only, pretty much every critic said the only thing that saves this movie is Jason Lee's
1: performance. Much, yeah. much like the Love Connection show, right? That I found that an interesting correlation too, right? Like, cause that was uninspired, unoriginal. How about like the this. fact but that? But Jason Lee saved it, just like. One the, of the, the critics, Love show.
2: one of the critics that loved Clerks, said, said one of his quotes about Maury was, "Kevin Smith went and did one of the worst thing, probably the worst thing he could have ever done as a follow up to Clerks." <laughs> Kevin Smith was so excited for his opinion because of how good he liked Clerks and that was his comment about ball rats. It's just so brutal. The critics yeah. hated this movie and it's so sad because this movie's awesome. They missed it. Oh, well, you miss it sometimes. And that's what Jason Lee says. He doesn't care. He goes, All I know is I. <coughs> we know we made a good movie and it shows because here yeah. we are making a DVD commentary about it. Here we are talking about it 27 years exactly, later. Exactly, exactly. Uh, it's pretty late and we've got some midnight ponderance <laughs> I know we do what um, kept you up
1: past midnight Jeff well I, I need to know okay. when I got
2: hold on I gotta come out of the gate firing just because this Nico have you ever considered going on a dating show
1: no you know I feel well, like you just,
2: could be on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette I'll take
1: it as an ultimate compliment no I've never considered I agree that. that
2: you could be one of those dudes like the 30 dudes or you <laughs> could just be the main dude that has to pick between the 30 chicks I think you could be either one Yep. I'll take it. Hey, maybe you should apply. <laughs>
1: I have so I actually. Think, I you have? I, the
0: exact, yeah. I think I know the exact moment <laughs> that Nick became Nick went from T S to Brody. When. I just figured it out. It's when you changed from going by Nick to going by Nico. Nico when he <laughs> you ultimately <superstar>. became Brody. <laughs> international Superstar. I still go
1: by Nico. That's so funny. And the people that call me Nico the most is always girls guys refuse to call me it. so that's even funnier. I do it ironically. But my pondering is, Jesse, what the fuck is up with this monkey, Suzanne? Oh, Suzanne. you got to ask Mark. So, Suzanne. <laughs> the monkey,
2: Suzanne, where that shows up at the end and they say, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Well, the story is very simple. Kevin Smith had a $6 million budget. And so he asked, he straight up said, can we get a monkey? And they're like, um, yeah, I guess <laughs> we'll make it happen. I was and so they got a monkey at the end and it was one of the last things they shot and they didn't know what the hell they were going to do with the monkey but they had the budget for it so they shot the scene with Jay and Silent Bob walking the monkey down the yeah. street uh, which then became a main storyline in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back
3: yep. I was trying That's to sad. figure out what they spent all that money on. I mean, they
2: couldn't have been that much of it, but <laughs> I mean, I think a ton of it had to have been the music, once again. Shannon
0: Doherty, Shannon Doherty made a lot more than everybody else in this film.
2: And she got to keep all her clothes, which explained why she changed all her outfits throughout the movie. She devised a plan.
0: She devised a plan. She so, devised that she a plan. That so she could get more clothes.
2: <laughs> so she could get more clothes. The
0: person, the person already <laughs> making the most on the right, movie.
2: Such a mooching <laughs> move, seriously. Whatever, okay, she I get knew a- she was a limited role in her life. Right. Jeff, what at you up past midnight? Do I get, to do, do
0: I get to do any ponderings in my category? Yeah, okay, We'll get it to you in a second, how many, Jeff. Uh, how many careers were ruined and how many men and women have been canceled as a result of Borgasm?
2: <laughs> Which would be Trish the Dishes book, by the way. Yeah, Trish the Dishes uh, book. those didn't
0: catch 25 years. 25 years later, a 15-year-old having sex with 14 14- to 30-year-olds for science probably does not age <laughs> very well. <laughs> no, they're all screwed now. Uh, does do TS and Brandy end up together? What do you yes, think? Yes, they got married. They're there's like forgetting the universe. They still together today? You think so, Nick?
1: She's so beautiful in this movie. I'd like Claire to hear her. I, I mean, Claire Lonnie. looking back, you're like, "Oh my god. That's an overlooked star of the 90s." Jesse, She's are they together?
3: Mm, you know how you know my feelings about TS.
0: <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. She ditches gets, the loser. He gets
1: kidnapped years later.
0: <laughs> Mark
2: They're yeah, they're together. They got married. All right. What about Renee and Brody? Oh, Renee and Brody are definitely together. She's his drummer on the
0: Tonight Show. I agree. I agree. Who? uh, Who is the worst boyfriend? Brody or TS? Brody. TS.
1: You think? Who's the worst? TS is
0: a shitty boyfriend. (laughs)
3: Why?
2: Well, yeah, why?
0: (laughs) The guy. The guy. Compared to Brody, Brody, why? Brody grows at the end of the movie. He realizes how important Would she is Would you stop to with him. the growth? The movie takes place over the course of one day. I can't S. <S., with the growth. T.S. doesn't
1: I know can't. his lesson.
0: Instead he, hijacks this, <laughs> he, instead, he hijacks her fucking dad's game show, thinks he can weasel his way in, and then he just has an argument with her where he, does, where he doesn't apolo- apologize, doesn't acknowledge any wrongdoing, and basically yeah. bullies her into taking him back, saying, you were stupid for breaking up with me. Yeah. It's a shitty it's boyfriend. A,
3: it's a he's Romeo not and Juliet moment. <sighs> I don't know boyfriend. if he's
2: a shitty boyfriend. All I know is he might, have, he might have had a shitty reaction to the fact that his proposal to the girl that he loved was just canceled on him. And sometimes guys make poor decisions when oh. sudden things happen.
0: Mark's a TS Most defender.
2: I am, well, in this case. I'm not a TS defender from an acting standpoint. That's for sure. But... Uh, <laughs> I mean Brody gets called out for taking uh Renee to the same shitty pizza spot. He makes Renee crawl through a fucking window. She's never met his mom. He's toughening uh,
0: her in, he's toughening her up.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you keep selling me that. And they're not in high school anymore and yeah. she hangs out in a basement. Like, I don't know. Brody's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, but when <laughs> she needs but when she's having yeah. a bad day, he just finds yeah. an elevator and he solves all the problems.
2: This was not a pondering. This is just this should have never been pondered, Jeff. This is an don't easy debate. answer. Jeff, what <laughs> kept you up
1: past midnight? What, anything was, else keep you up? What was it?
2: I don't know. Has, has Stanley really banged more chicks than Mick Jagger? Yeah, I love there's that.
1: There's no way. That's right? a good pondering right there. There's That's, actually a last lot.
0: Last time I checked, there's, our... there's, actually, there's actually a lot written about Stan being kind of a um, ladies'
2: man. Was he a ladies' Ooh.
0: man? Oh, um, yeah. In fact,.
2: Well maybe he did bang his more than Mick Jagger. Since
0: he since he died his estate's kind of a mess cuz he left money to so many women. <laughs> no. It's, Jesus. There's a, it's an interesting story. So it makes it even funnier that he didn't want the one that he was with at the time, hearing about the girl that got away. <laughs> wow. Stan was the man.
2: Basically. So uh what do we Nico, what did we miss besides the fact that uh Malrez was hoping to be the smart uh Quirkies of the nineties and So basically ever saw everybody
1: it. auditioned for this. This this isn't a pre Netflix era where they didn't have movies coming out ten per week. And basically, I, I have Alyssa Milano, Heather Graham, Reese Witherspoon, everybody auditioned for this movie. And it, it was a nothing movie, which is is pretty crazy, you know. Kevin Smith um,
0: famously hated Reese Witherspoon he said like yeah, they, they she didn't even push, get an audition.
1: They, he met with they her. They kept trying and they to push
0: he... her on, and he's like, I don't like that girl. Yeah, he <laughs> oh
2: had a meeting with her and decided not to even give her an audition. That was weird. I read that, too. I was like, geez, why are, you, why are we hating on Reese?
0: Well, I think it's right. funny that he brings it up now. <laughs> I'm like, he and still then, has bad career instincts.
1: Uh, so you guys covered a lot of it. I, I thought the funniest one in my category was that... So Shannon Hamilton is a uh, reference of Shannon Doherty's ex-husband whose last name was also Hamilton. Oh yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. you saw that, yeah. right? I thought that was so fucking funny basically. Do you guys know that. about
0: this? Do you guys know about the sequel?
1: With the sequel for Forrest? Yeah. Yeah. No, tell us.
0: Yeah. So, um, um, he's been working on it for a while. He just got Universal's approval. Oh um, Jesus. Him and Ben Affleck have made up cuz Ben Affleck will most likely reprise right. his reprise his role in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, Shannon, they've got Shannon. They've got Shannon Doherty to agree. Of course, this is Hollywood. This is all rumor and speculation. Mm-hmm. But it's called Twilight of the Mallrats. He wanted to release it before Clerks Three, but Clerks Three was easier for him to do because he owns the rights for Clerks. He had to convince. But basic. But I get. But his streaming numbers have been super good. So Universal has agreed to play ball. And um, they've asked him. They 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 they're looking over his script, and we're gonna see his second try at Mallrats.
1: Oh Jesus! I feel like that time has passed. Uh, but the thing <laughs> i Jesus. Just a bit. Yeah, <laughs> a bit. it
2: has. I would agree. It's
0: uh, it's around Brody and Renee's kids that hang out at the mall. That they, I think they. Yes, have the shot. Yeah. See, that's just bad. They Sounds got, like
2: yeah. the Dumb and Dumber reboot. Yeah. Nobody needs that.
1: Yeah. And the final thing I got for you is just this filmed in Minnesota and not Red Bank, New Jersey. And they had to switch out license plates I that said Minnesota. That. And their customer's driving away with fake license plates that say... Did you see what was also
2: being filmed in Minnesota simultaneously? Is this No, movie? what? Fargo. Ooh, oh. I just saw that, just actually. Just nearby. Yeah. And at one point, they were laughing because they thought they were going to have a $100 million comedy on their hands. And they were making fun of this other movie where they heard there was you know, some wood chipper used. They
1: were, cl- they were clowning on Fargo, really? They were clowning
2: on- Somebody clowned on Fargo because they thought they had a $100 million movie because Universal thought they had a $100 million movie. And boy, did they miss their mark on that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Final thoughts, Jeff? Yeah, this movie's awesome. It's fun. It's so fun to review like any individual scene. While it's not my favorite in the V.S.Q. universe, um, I, I love rewatching this movie. And uh, it was fun. It was fun. It was awesome chatting with the four of you. This was a fun experience. Thank you, guys.
2: Fun treat down no memory lane. Jesse, final thoughts?
3: Yeah, I think we all mentioned it that uh, when we rewatched this movie, we were like, wait, why did we like this movie? And then we watched <laughs> it again and we're like, ah, yeah, Brody, Silent uh, Bob, and Jay. Um, Just a a little tidbit, Kevin Smith lives in Las Vegas. He does? And I met him about a year ago at Whole Foods. Really? (laughs) And he dresses the same way you would expect, with a big oversized suit jacket, backwards hat, sneakers. Wow. Very nice guy.
1: No shit. Did he stop and talk? Jesse, did he talk to you?
3: Just hi, hello. We're in line at Whole Foods checking out. And uh, the lady checking him out was like, oh, my God, you're Kevin Smith. Can I have a picture? And I said, hi, and how you doing? And just very quick. And you I were the of my Jay existence when, when I was a teenager. I met yeah, him I when
0: they came and talked to us at Amazon, and he is super nice. He has, he has, he has like, a deal with IMDb or something.
1: Yeah, well, so Jesse, that, he's always that's always on the, awesome. Good
0: he's stuff. On campus.
2: Good stuff. Nico, final thoughts?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, you don't choose your place in history of movies, right? But this just happened to be ours. I agree with you. Like, when I first watched it, I was like, is it good or is it not? It doesn't matter, really, because this is what I grew up to. (laughs) This really fucking matters. And I was showing it to my friend tonight, if you're listening, Kim, and she she really enjoyed it. And I was so glad, because then I was like, man, I didn't live my life wrong. I didn't choose the wrong movies to watch 30 times growing up. And uh, Jesse, I mean, this movie may have made our friendship better to not over exaggerate or be sentimental but i mean you brought me to this movie and that's why it's so important that you're here tonight
2: good stuff i love
1: it uh
2: you're absolutely right in yeah that's why i was hesitant to even be critical on this movie just because of how special it is and i don't really care but i was reminded when my wife watched uh she caught like the last two thirds and was really excited to watch it because she had never seen it, and she was then mad that she missed the first part, and I was like, really? You want to know? Wow. Okay. All right. And then she was listening to some of the commentary today, and I was like, wow. Wow. So, you know, it's not just for us, because my wife's, you know, she's eight years older than me, so... And she was totally into it. She's a female, because this is like potty humor dude movie, too, I feel like sometimes, but no but uh it was great visiting going back down memory lane with all of you it was great having jesse with us a fourth a fourth horseman so to speak uh, this week and uh we appreciate you coming once again but on behalf of nick and jeff and myself thanks again for listening to another edition of movie tales we'll see you again soon take care everybody